Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian. And we're here to review the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. And Spider-Man is back with Tom Holland, uh, Zendaya, and pretty much all the other Spider-Man characters. But this one, it looked like it showed a lot. But what did you get from the Spider-Man trailer No Way Home? Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I'm not sure if we'll get more, if they're going to let more of it show um i think what i've liked the most about this trilogy of spider-man movies is they don't focus on spider-man because we all know we're tired of that we're tired of those movies and what's made these movies good is the fact that they focus on larger than life characters who don't even have to do a whole lot to make the movie a whole lot more interesting so in the first one spider-man homecoming you got um robert downey jr's iron man is a big part of that story, even though he's not in the film, but only for a few minutes. Um, and then you have, and then his tech is like, you know, what leads to the villain's creation of the vulture. And then you have um, Far From Home, where Jake Gyllenhaal's Mephisto really stole the show and made that movie you mean, watchable. Um, not that Tom not, Holland's not great. Not Mephisto. That's not the character. That's, oh. um, I don't know why the name is escaping me right now. It's, um, Oh, Mysterio. Mysterio. I, I know it was yes. an M. Yes. Right, right, right. I said Mephisto and heard Mysterio. So, yes, he's Mysterio. And um, he did it was such an awesome job and, and a, a creative way to make that goofy character come to life. Um, that, again, it took kind of the spotlight off of Spider-Man. And it was another villain, coincidentally, that um, became a villain using the tech um, of Iron Man, right? The barf technology was what you know, it was all about. And it made it a very interesting movie. Um, and now we have this film from the trailer, which is what we were all hoping for, where they are, the multiverse is broken. Something is happening um, because of a spell, it looks like that Dr. Strange is casting. So you have, again, another major character who's making it more interesting, Dr. Strange in this film. And on top of that, all these villains from different universes, potentially, right? There were lots of rumors of you know, Jimmy Fox coming back. For Wait, Electro. hold on, hold on. I don't, I don't want We're no spoilers. Getting... No spoilers. Well, because I, well, that was, I have not watched well, anything we'll outside of this trailer. We'll stick with what was in the trailer. So you have some villains showing up in this trailer who were in the original Spider-Man series. Um, so again, you have all these things that are way cooler than Spider-Man in this Spider-Man film to make it interesting because we've seen Spider-Man over and over and over again. Um, so I'm happy about it because it's more than just Spider-Man. Well, that's your opinion. It's not because there's another character in here really you might disagree but this is actually helping out dr strange because spider-man is a very popular character and dr strange did not make as much money so this is really helping out dr strange honestly i don't think it'll transfer (laughs) over i think it's still gonna not make as much money um because i Dr. strange is such an abstract character he's just not someone i think is built for pop culture 
Um, so yeah, I think it's helping his popularity in general, seeing him in more things, but I think his movie is not gonna, if it's affected at all, I don't see this being a reason. I can accept, I like Doctor Strange way more than Spider-Man and a lot of the characters, but I can accept that he's just not a popular, he's not like, you know, the Gardens of the Galaxy and stuff took off um, in pop culture. He didn't really get that treatment. Well, I mean, when you think about it, he only had one movie and that was before the Avengers. And um, after that, it seems like his character has grown a lot. I mean, he used much more power. Like he, he used all of, well, a lot of his tricks in later movies and not his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's an, he's an amazing character. And I think um, in the comics and his stories, some of the best ones are the ones where there's crossover and other characters. Um, because he's, he's really a character that beyond his origin story, you really can't separate him from a lot of the other characters because of what you know his job is, protecting the world from the spiritual realm and all these things. Well, they can be attacked at any point from anywhere, at any moment in time. Um, so he's a pretty big character. Um, and I'm glad, I'm glad he's gotten the treatment that he has. Only being, right, only titling one movie so far with this next one not coming for a minute. Um, the most, some of the most memorable parts of the biggest Marvel films to date, I feel like Doctor Strange has been a part of it. Um, yeah, yeah. There's been a few that he's definitely shown a, a, a lot of good powers, um, especially the fight against Thanos. That was mm-hmm. amazing. And the finale of his own movie. I really like that scene where yeah. things are moving backwards while he's trying to, you know, uh, get in between the time while he's yeah. reversing everything. Just an amazing scene. Um, but I mean, I like Spider-Man better. I, mm-hmm. I like both characters, but I just like Spider-Man better. You know, he stole my heart first <laughs> as a character. I uh, guess I never, I mean, I've, I guess I've never been a huge fan of Spider-Man. I mean, he's, he's cool and all, but um, never, he's, he's not, I don't know, he's not special enough. I have a thing, the superheroes I like have to be super powered. And what, wait, 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 wait. I will say, I will say this version of Spider-Man is probably the closest to the comic version, um, I think, with Tom Holland's um, betrayal. And, you know, he has the Spidey sense and extra strength. Um, he's a little quicker, but other than that, he didn't really have any other abilities. What do you mean? He's acrobatic because I don't know what he can I climb mean, walls. I mean, he's Gabby Douglas to take his job. I mean, no, right? no, you, you're really stretching that. <laughs> Give her some web slingers and she's got it. I mean, the sixth sense, the spidey sense, that thing. Yes, that's that's a power. Um, but on the scale, he's closer to a Captain America than he is a Doctor Strange. So not a fan okay all right that's fine but i still feel like spider-man is definitely one of the best characters ever made um he's almost like a batman to me you know how batman fans are they defend Mm -hmm. him you know no matter what now i'm not saying that i do that for spider-man because they just take it overboard but i'm much more on that side with spider-man um right Along with Black Similar reasons why I don't like Spider-Man so as much. But as it, it, it seems like you come at Spider-Man a little more than Batman. No, I mean, um, well, my issue with Spider-Man is is 
less about the character and more with the marketing because he is so marketable. I mean, for kids and whatnot, that's what really breaks the bank in these movies. It's not these movies it would, maybe the exception of like infinity war and, and Endgame. The reason these movies make so much money is because of kids. I mean, that's why we started um, watching them. So if the character isn't really marketable to kids, then you can't sell the toys and the costumes and the TV shows, all that stuff. So that's why Dr. Strange is never going to make the same amount of money as a Spider-Man movie. Um, and nostalgia. The same t- was that? Nostalgia. There's, there's nostalgia, but it's... Especially in it's, this one, for this one. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so you have a lot of that feeding into the Spider-Man movies. And I'll also say it's less to do with the character. There are issues I have with the character, yes, based on like my scale of how I rank superheroes. But um, my, I have a bigger issue just with the persistence that Spider-Man has been in film. Like I'm just tired of seeing him on the screen, give other characters the spotlight that's what i'm more upset about batman has done that to an extent he's been rebooted several times um, he has way more movies he has way more movies he's been i mean but it's over decades right so he's just it's just as annoying um the the point <laughs> the point is it's just spider-man has just been in the last 20 15, years i guess 20 15 15 20 years um we've been through at this will be three t- trilogies and it's not even like the well, actors got too old to play the roles. They just keep restarting it. And wait, that's what's in the way. The second one didn't have a trilogy. They ended at the second one. Because it was trash. Spider-Man. Well, <laughs> it was supposed to be a trilogy. Well, it was supposed to be more than that. It was supposed to be the Sinister Six. They were setting up for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jamie Foxx as Electro. Right. <laughs> the, what do you call it? Dubstep thing. Right. I'm not going to defend that. I'm really not. But I thought that that Spider-Man was trying to be too distant from the first Spider-Man by trying to be a really cool Spider-Man. Because, I mean, he is supposed to be a little geeky and whatever. But the second Spider-Man, he was beating up Flash, you know, um, picking on him a little bit. Not completely. But it was, like, yeah. it was almost like everything was kind of switched around. Yeah, it suffers because um, they rebooted it so close to the other movie. You have to do everything different to make it make sense as to why you made another movie. Um, It was only five years from that. It was five Mm -hmm. years. That's too soon. I mean, but look at Batman, though. I'm I'm saying equal problem. I hate Batman even more. So, like, you're proving my point. It's just as bad. (laughs) Well, I'm just trying to make sure you're not beating up on Spider-Man more than Batman. No, I I think it's that I have... As far as the movies themselves, I have the same issues. Now, as a character, Batman is further down on the list um, than Spider-Man. Okay. I'll but he's still, he's still in that. He's Spider-Man is right on the edge of that barely super superhero. No, I'm not going to accept that. But- I mean, the fact, and it's also you have to look at like, who do we put these people against in these movies? When Spider-Man debuted, he had a whole thing with, uh with uh falcon and the uh winter soldier because of that battle who could he really fight not not everybody but he could fight those two because you know what they're barely superheroes falcon is just a man um and the winter soldier you know has this this super uh soldier serum so he's moderately above what a normal person could do and that's who they stacked him up with dr strange on the other hand went toe-to-toe with thanos on his own. This is different. It was a group though. fight, and he said, "Y'all stand back." 
right? <laughs> um, Spider-Man, when it was his turn, you know what happened? He got saved by everybody else. Um, that's what happened when it, he, it was his turn to go up against Thanos. So it kind of proves it's hard to have those characters stand next to other characters and feel just as superpowered. It's the reason Captain Marvel can't be in the movies as much as a Spider-Man or an Iron Man was because she's just too powerful for the comparisons to make sense. Um, so with all that being said, I'm very interested in how this movie is going to go forward um, with the potential of a Sinister Six happening in this film um, and characters from other multiverses coming in um, because you know, it's funny, his character, his villains are all goofy um, and very comical. And um, I think that's what made the comics books fun for Spider-Man. Um, but they're on his level, you know? So, so it'll be a good film, I'm sure. Um, but this, the things he's dealing with just don't compare to the characters that I prefer watching. Okay, that's fine. But the Green Goblin has definitely been changed. I mean, he's almost like a super-powered beast now. Um, yeah, the Green Goblin, he, and, uh, and in some ways, he's like the Marvel um, equivalent to the Joker. And I also think, for some, why is it, I, I, that's, I mean, that's a whole other thing. The Joker is a decrepit old man with psychological issues. And for some reason, he is the baddest, biggest villain in DC Comics. Don't understand it. He's the most popular. Um, he's, yeah, but he shouldn't be. Um, and, well, he can be popular, that's fine. But the fact that he is almost invincible is quite strange. Um, but let's stick to this movie, though. We, we haven't even talked about the trailer that much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean. So, so we, we kind of um, start off at the beginning with uh, Mary Jane and Spider-Man. They are now, you know, together talking about how Spider-Man, his identity is out there. So everybody knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And now he's dealing with all the issues of um, his secret being out there. You know, everybody's seeing him in school, uh, out in public. Um, but now he goes over to, you know, an old friend that he met, Dr. Strange, or I think he calls him Mr. Strange. Right. He doesn't know what to call him at first. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, can you fix this? You know, somehow, you know, do some kind of spell or whatever. But um, what's the other guy's name? Wong. Yes, Wong. He warns Dr. Strange not to do the spell, which, I mean, I would think that he would listen to him because he, he knows that he needs to protect, you know, all these universes. He has bigger problems to worry about than Spider-Man's identity. Um, but, you know, he tries to help him out. Spider-Man starts distracting him while he's doing the spell and it messes up in some way and it seems like it causes i guess universes to collide yeah um yeah. i can only guess now i have not watched or read anything outside of this trailer because i don't want to hear anything about it because a while ago i learned my lesson not to watch not one single exactly trailer breakdown ruined? like who was who was so good at a trailer breakdown that it actually ruined the movie well, it wasn't just one person. I was watching multiple trailer breakdowns and I saw uh -huh. some of the stuff coming. And I know you don't care about this movie, but it was Avengers Age of Ultron. Okay. I was just so hyped to see it because the first Avengers was, you know, so good at the time. Mm -hmm. um, there was a lot of hype. 
and I was ready for the second one. And you just saw like this menacing villain of Ultron. And I just wanted to know everything about it. I just, I was just so excited to see. I couldn't wait. And I watched so much content. I saw some stuff coming and I didn't like that while I was watching it. So Mm. I learned my lesson a long time ago. I guess so. I still do it. I enjoy it. No, I don't I like see And that. then I like seeing the movie and then going back and watching them again sometimes to see what was wrong or what was right. Nah, I'm, I'm good. I mean, I, I like surprises in movies. It feels so much better whenever I first see it. I guess I'm always, I'm, I like the comparison. How was it done originally? How do they do it differently? Will it make sense? Does it make sense? You mean and the trailer breakdown? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, comparing, you know, compare because usually they're just guessing based on comic book history and um, and little Easter eggs here and there. They're almost never 100% right um, or even close to 100% right. But it is interesting sometimes where the thought process goes. Yeah. Um, and I, I saw too many things coming. It wasn't the whole movie that was ruined, but there was just too many things that I just did not like that I saw coming. I was like, man, I, I did enjoy this movie, but I saw some of these things coming and I, I just didn't like it. So I stopped that a while ago. So I don't watch no trailer breakdowns, no nothing. I mean, sometimes I might watch a trailer reaction for maybe a smaller movie that I don't care about that much. But this one, just the, the sheer force of everything that could happen after this and during this movie, I don't want to know nothing going into this movie. I've seen enough. I don't need to see another trailer or nothing. I'm ready for December 17th. No, I'm going to see another trailer. I <laughs> um, already watched the breakdown of one trailer. I watched on different <laughs> channels because I like to see interesting. Like, what do they think? What is their Fair. perspective? <laughs> um, I don't want to see anything before. I watch it after, but not before. Nope, I'll do that. I'll watch the trailer. I'll pause it myself. I'll turn it back on. Sometimes slow motion. And some of these, right? I mean, what are you looking for? I'm just look at for I'm not I wouldn't say I'm looking for anything. I'm just for me, it is a part of the ride. Guessing what could potentially happen, um, getting some context. Cause sometimes with um the bigger characters, stuff that kind of gets pushed to the background, some of those Easter eggs that are really far out there that most people won't care about or notice. It's interesting to see those ahead of time. Um so then I go research more, like, what is that character? Um, or who is that person on the side? Why was that conversation happen? And you realize that these movies are crafted in such a way, especially the MCU, that every interaction is so intentional. There's not much to spot mistake or just because we needed a filler for time. So I like to see those conversations, look back at those shows and see what exactly happens. What is the most interesting, I think, is in recent time, um, a lot of these trailers, they're changed. Sometimes the soundtrack is different than how it is in the movie or the voiceover, the conversations are spliced and put together and they really throw people off completely from what the movie is going to be because they're watching the trailers so much now. These directors and things are like, well, let's see how far we can throw them off by, by changing the dialogue here. There's some dialogue in trailers that doesn't even end up in the movie. Um, because they're throwing people off. So I think for me, that is also very exciting. Yeah, I like that. Whenever the movie's good after the fact, but <laughs> if it's not, then it, it doesn't end up well. Um, for example, like Infinity War, I mean, some of the stuff in the trailer was not in the movie. 
like um, mm-hmm. that forest scene. I think it's at the, is it at the end of the first trailer or the second trailer? I can't remember. I can't remember which one. But that first trailer was amazing. I mean, the second one was really good too. But that first one, I mean, it got me so hyped. Now, at this time, I'd already learned my lesson, so I didn't watch any trailer breakdowns. But that trailer was amazing. <laughs> too good. Um, because it had Thanos, you know, um, dreaded run from it. Right. And he still arrives. And then he comes through the portal, you know, just a little tiny little smirk, you know, not enough to be too much, but you know, yeah, that was too really good. good. Too good. <laughs> um, and then the, the way that he was just destroying all of the heroes that we saw, you know, come up on top in other movies. It just got me so hyped. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you felt, but I just felt like I'm just ready to see this right now. I mean, I was ready when I left the theater after the first one. Um, no, no, no. After, that's what I'm talking about. The first... talking about Infinity War. Yes. Yeah. You know, I, yes. Very, very ready. Um, and, and I mean, they built up that character for so long with the end credit scenes and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, definitely excited um, about that film when it came out uh, but, based but on the trailers. Also, without really speculating some stuff that you've maybe seen from other trailer breakdowns you want to kind of guess what we might see in this film spider-man oh no i mean home? i mean easily um of course we we saw dr ock um so and we know that who that actor is it's the same actor that was that played him in the original um spider-man trilogy that was um, the same too right they're using that de-aging technology i think um and uh it's it's interesting right he it seems that he knows Peter, but this is another situation where I think the dialogue is not as clear as uh, it seems to be in the trailer, right? Whether he's talking to him, whether it's a flashback, whether it's a, a moment from another universe. I don't know if it's he's in this universe, you don't know. Um, and then you have at the end of the trailer, as well, or I don't know if it's at the end actually, um, you have a Green Goblin little uh, smokescreen bomb. Yeah, it's right before here, the reveal of um, Dr. Octopus. Right before, yeah. You have that and you hear the Green Goblin laugh and it sounds like William Defoe from that first uh, trilogy as well. So I don't know how far they're going to go, right? I think the TV shows have done a lot to get people on this train, this idea of the multiverse. And you had Spider-Man into the multiverse uh, or into the Spideyverse, right? Uh, and that was a very successful movie. So it's also getting people in this idea that they can exist in other universes and collide. We've already seen it. We've already seen it with a Spider-Man movie. Um, so we're potentially seeing something very similar, um, but this time instead of the Spider-People coming together, it could be all the villains of the past. Do they team up? Do they fight one another? Um, we don't know, right? I would imagine, I mean, Dr. Strange is in this. Does he fight with Peter? There's, I mean, in this trailer, you see Dr. Strange and Spider-Man fighting each other. What is that about? What does that mean? Um, what is what is happening? No questions are answered in this trailer. They Our only needle. bring more. And it's it's very interesting how it all looks. Yes. And I think the way that I thought Spider-Man uh, Homecoming was really just Iron Man four and a half uh, or Iron Man three and a half. Hey, and he's not in the movie that much, though. He's not. But it wouldn't have been a movie without his influence. Um, and well, I guess a little I bit. very much. I very much think this is Doctor Strange one and a half. No. That's what I'm hoping for. 
<laughs> well, I would say that it's kind of pushing the plot forward, you know, kind of sprinkling in some of the universe building into a Spider-Man film. You know how Iron Man 2 was kind of like that film, trying to setting up all of the stuff after all the stuff that was mm-hmm. supposed to happen after. This is kind of like that. I think this this is the new world building, which is probably better. I think it is, but I also, maybe it's hopeful thinking, but I think it's less world building for Spider-Man and more for Doctor Strange's film. I think it's for the whole universe. Well, yes, it, it implicate. I mean, the implications are for everyone, but with Doctor Strange, you know, uh, multiverse of madness, and we have, we, we're seeing the multiverse in this trailer, and he's Spider, uh, uh, Peter Parker's used, you know, this thinking about the multiverse in the uh, last film he did, um, Far From Home, there was a conversation with him and Mysterio before he knew he was Mysterio um, about the multiverse and how it's a possibility. So um, yes, we will see the effects of it in this movie, I think, um, but it is building towards what's going to be, I think, a really awesome movie in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness because we've already had, you know, WandaVision and, and you know, being a nexus being and what that means for the multiverse, being a being that is the same singular being throughout all the multiverse. Because um, I think people thought it was focused on that, but now we have the Spider-Man movie where we're talking about the multiverse and it's breaking up. And even the What If series on Disney Plus, right? That's all about these different timelines, different universes, how things could change if one thing was different. Um, and we and we're seeing it. So I feel like they're, it's almost like getting supplement information before a test. Like well, you did the big studying, but here are some cheat sheets. Here's some multiverse stuff. Here's some theory stuff um, to get you on board with the big ideas that are coming. Um, side note, also excited for Eternals. And, and there's three shows out for that now. Um, I wonder if that'll play any role in this as well, or it's kind of staying in its own lane, it looks like, but we shall see. I think I'd rather it stay in its own lane. Um, well, I'm definitely excited, excited for the Spider-Man film over that one because I didn't know that this was dropping. Um, mm. But I'm still excited for the Eternals, though. I mean, I would think that you'd be more excited for this one, too. No Way Home, right? I actually am more excited for the Eternals. Oh, even with Doctor Strange there? Even with Doctor Strange there, yeah. Because um, okay. unfortunately, it's not Doctor Strange's movie; it's Spider Man's. Um, but so I know he's not going to be in it that much. But no, the Eternals. I feel like it's just another, again, another grand, actual, super, super, super beings, um, and dealing with celestials and the deviants and um, the Eternals. This this is big world stuff, and it's the science fiction stuff. It's more than it's more than like the low level stuff. Spider Man, Ant Man that they're dealing with even captain america to an extent like this is so much disrespect it's just these concepts are huge and who knows what implications they could have going forward i think if anything the eternals will probably have a similar ending to um captain marvel we have the scroll and now they exist in the universe and you don't know when it's a scroll and when it's not i think the eternals going forward we won't know when they're going to intervene or what it's going to be like in the future with them in the MCU. Um, but we can expect if big things happen, they might show up. Okay. Well, let's kind of speculate on, you know, some of the villains that you might see. So of course there's going to be Dr. Octopus. He's going to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking green goblin. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's William Defoe coming back, which yeah. would be nice. 
Um, maybe the Sandman. I don't know that actor's maybe. name. Maybe based on the based on the fighting, it looks like maybe Sandman's in this. Venom um, is that Tom Hardy's villain? I mean v- Venom or well, uh, I don't... what's the other guy's name? I forgot. Oh yeah, Eddie Brock. No, 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 no that's the actual that's that? <laughs> the actual actor. <laughs> that's, the, that's the actor's name. Yes, but that Valen. I don't know. I don't see them putting Venom in this. Because yeah, they don't need to. His own thing happening. I don't see Venom coming into this. What about um, um uh, what's his name uh, from Spider-Man: Homecoming? Uh, Vulture? The Vulture. Yes. The last time we know. saw him, he was in prison, and then I they, don't know because I don't know how he gets out. You know. Well, I mean, they can easily get him out somehow, but. Also, uh, was it Scorpion? He saw him in prison. Right. That's right. He did see Scorpion in prison. Those two could end up. I mean, I to me, it seems because they were you know, so bold with this first trailer and showing Dr. Ock, I think he's going to be a big linchpin in the rest of these villains. Obviously, he's a mad scientist. He's very smart. Um, he could be someone who understands the multiverse and... Um, can maybe put this team together of villains. Um, I don't know how I see this version of Spider-Man taking it on alone. Um, they've kind of set him up to not be a loner. Um, and when he was in this past film, um, Far From Home, he messed up. Uh, and you know things have forever changed. I also think it's interesting that Spider-Man is one of the few MCU and Marvel characters in general to hold on to a secret identity and for that identity to be released is so detrimental to his life um, is a very unique part of his story that I like Um, and it's interesting seeing the kind of implications it could have um, through this film through the end of the last one and then through this film as well. Yeah, um, Doctor Octopus is usually one of the ones who puts together the suicide—no, not Suicide Squad. The um, <laughs> that's next, but the Sinister Six. Um, so mm. I think he's probably right. going to be the one to do that. And some of those same characters, you know, Green Goblin. Um, I mean, there's always been a mix of different characters. Uh, maybe Electro, mm-hmm. the Vulture. I've never seen the Vulture as much of a threat, but he is more now. Mm-hmm. Um, Scorpion, um, you know, some of those characters. It would just be really nice to see all those characters come back. Really, they don't need to show any more trailers. This needs to be it. I think they got everybody on board. Everybody will be ready. Well, of course, you know, they will. Um, I'll be very surprised if this is the only trailer. Um, but I think with you know movies with multiple trailers at this point in the mcu don't disappoint even with the multiple trailers um there's still so much packed into these movies that i'm not worried about it yeah i mean i'll still probably watch but i don't watch those spots though you know like when it gets closer to the movie coming out like with shang chi mm-hmm. how they were releasing you know mm-hmm. maybe 30 second spots or whatever mm-hmm. i don't want to see that i just avoid it and when you think about it we've had or about to have, what is it? One, two, three, four movies in a span of five months from the MCU. Playing catch up. <laughs> Black Widow, Shang-Chi, The Eternals, and Spider-Man. Yeah, this pandemic messed that calendar up. Um, <laughs> well, but we're I mean, getting back on track. Yeah, but it helped us as far as content almost every month. 
Yeah, there was nothing, and now there's everything. <laughs> I mean, they just took a year off, you know? Everybody needs a break. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I'm, I am very excited for this film. Um, I forgot that it was coming out this year. I know that they announced it a while ago, but mm-hmm. um, just being busy. I mean, man, I, I can't wait. Any yeah. other thoughts about the trailer? Um, not about the trailer, but the title of the movie, No Way Home. Um, it'll be interesting to see what that actually means, right? Far from home is literally far from home. Um, homecoming, you know, he was just getting started. Um, no way home. Does this mean that our Spider-Man is the one going to these other universes? I don't know. We assume that um, this spell is bringing villains to this to one universe, but he could be traveling across universes, um, right? Through this hole that maybe is created to the space-time continuum because of the spell. So I think um, there's a lot we can assume, but there's so much more that is possible. Yeah, I feel like this is kind of like a, a Loki situation where the possibilities are endless, you know, at the end of the series. I would agree. I would agree. I think anything could really happen. And this could be this could be a, a game changer in the MCU and forever changed after this. Or it could be one of those things where at the end of it all ties up with the bow and everyone gets put back in their place and Doctor Strange has never come back to my house. No, I think the door is always open for Spider-Man. They, they build up that <laughs> connection beating up um, one of my favorite characters in Infinity War that they just killed too soon. Um, Ebony Ma? Yeah, Ebony Ma. Ah, they killed they- him way too soon. Ah, well, it was it was a good fight that he that he did have. Um, but I don't know. I think um, the way they were fighting in this trailer, I don't know, you know, why or what is going on. Uh, but they were going at it. Yeah, I can't wait. I mean, you got that same kind of world bending scene from the first Doctor Strange, so I can't wait. But um. Yep, that does it for us at Ain't Reviews. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description. And if you want to get featured on the show, just click the message link. And thanks for listening.